I love the flexibility in working in all sorts of places. I'm often moving files around, I'm reading my RSS feeds, doing social media, even doing video calls and such while out running errands. So much you can do on your phone these days. But of course, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. Shout out to T-Mobile, our sponsor. They're America's largest 5G network. So you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Just made it past the Ides of February. This is now the 16th of February. At least today's episode's going out that day. Episode 2603. Welcome back to Side Hustle School. It's Chris Gillibo here with you. Today, the segment falls in the theme Failure Friday. Failure Friday, a collection of short stories about mistakes, missteps, disasters, and of course, failure, all of the things that go wrong, all of the non-success stories. And just to be clear, we present these stories as a learning experiment. How can we either avoid this particular mistake, um, and in this case, I think it actually has a lot of applicability to a lot of people out there, uh, or it's just how can we understand maybe how to bounce back when something goes wrong, or if nothing else, how can we be inspired by other people who have been through a difficult entrepreneurial situation, entrepreneurial slash small business slash side hustling. Okay, so uh, you get to hear directly from a side hustler who struggled to get something off the ground or otherwise encountered a difficulty. Today, we're going to hear from Lena. She's from New Jersey. And uh, let's see, Lena is an influencer with a very large Instagram following who failed to boost her home decor sales. Well, I should say that differently. The large following failed to boost her home decor sales. Basically, she had a lot of followers, but they didn't buy. Followers are not buyers. That's the key point. So she is here to highlight the gap between social media popularity and real world purchasing behavior. Like I said, this is going to help a lot of people because if you're focused on the wrong metrics, you're not going to have a business. You might have people liking your posts, but you don't have a business. I know so many small business owners who are crushing it with a very small social media profile, uh, not even posting sometimes. Like they just have not even focused on that. So you got to focus on what actually drives sales if you want to drive sales. You know, if you, as I said, if you want to do something else, then that's a different thing. But lots of followers, but few buyers. That's our story today. I'll come back at the end with a quick wrap up. Once upon a time in the digital world, I found myself riding a wave of social media success that many would envy. My name is Lena Morris, and I had somehow cracked the code of gaining followers on Instagram. It started with my passion for interior design, a mix of vintage charm with modern minimalism. My posts of beautifully curated home spaces caught the eye of an ever-growing audience. Before I knew it, I had amassed tens of thousands of followers. And it felt like everything I wanted. And the next goal was to monetize. And this should be easy, I thought. With such a large following, selling should be a piece of cake. I launched a line of home decor items, each piece carefully selected to embody the aesthetic that my followers had come to love. But then reality hit. Despite my large following, sales were abysmal. Post after post, promotion after promotion, the result was the same. 
Like some positive comments, but hardly any purchases. I couldn't understand it. My followers adored my taste and decor, often flooding my posts with likes and comments. So why weren't they buying from my own line? As weeks turned into months, the harsh truth dawned on me. Having a lot of followers did not necessarily equate to having a lot of customers. My audience loved the inspiration and ideas my account provided, but that didn't mean they were willing or able to buy the products I was selling. Moreover, many of these followers were international in countries like India, where pricing is very different from the US. I realized I had fallen into the trap of vanity metrics. While the number of followers was high, I hadn't cultivated a targeted audience genuinely interested in purchasing home decor products. My content was more about providing inspiration rather than driving sales. The disconnect between what my audience wanted and what I was trying to sell was stark. This experience was a tough pill to swallow, but it was also a valuable lesson in the world of social media marketing. I learned that audience engagement is more than just numbers. It's about understanding and aligning with the interests and needs of your followers. So I pivoted. I shifted my strategy to include more direct interaction with my audience, asking them what they wanted, conducting surveys, and slowly building a more sales-oriented community while maintaining the essence of what had drawn them to my account in the first place. Today, the journey continues. While I still enjoy a large following, my focus is no longer just on growing numbers, but on cultivating a community that's engaged, loyal, and aligned with the commercial aspect of my passion. I'm also focused on building a new account from the ground up, this time more aligned with what I actually hope to accomplish. When your business gets to a certain size, the cracks start to emerge. I am very familiar with this. Whenever my business grows, you know, things are working pretty well at a very low level or at a mid-level. But then the things that I used to do in a day are taking a week. I've got way too many manual processes. And so if that's you, well, guess what? You should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and 1. 37,000, the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle, 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs and one efficient system with that one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, improve margins, everything you need to grow all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com hustle. That's netsuite.com slash hustle to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash hustle. Never confuse a single defeat with a final defeat. That is the tagline or the overarching message of Failure Friday. You can always bounce back. And in this case, I think you can use the story as a learning process to maybe even save yourself the trouble. Not to say that social media doesn't have its place and there are lots of businesses that do grow with social, but uh, if you're growing as an influencer, quote unquote, whatever that means, you know, whatever that looks like to you, you got to make sure that you're actually connecting your, your message and what you're sharing and your posts and your stories to the actual business and trying to drive people towards that. And if it's not working, then you're probably attracting the wrong people. So it doesn't matter that you have like all these people or these numbers. 
vanity metrics, we could say. The metrics you need to focus on are your sales. So we'll talk about that some more going forward. But for now, I'll say thanks to Lena for sharing this story. Listeners, if you have a question, an update for us about your hustle, sidehustleschool.com. Lots of resources there as well. Once again, this has been episode 2603. And I'll be back again tomorrow with a new episode, always completely free. My name is Chris Gillibo. You're listening to Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.